0: Welcome to this podcast installment from the Women's Council of Realtors, Leaders Made Here.
1: Okay. Today we have Leslie Ruta-Smith with us and Leslie, would you like to introduce yourself to us? Tell us a little bit about yourself. I am
0: Leslie Ruta-Smith. I am from Plano, Texas, the suburb of Dallas, and I am the current first vice president of the National Association of Realtors. And I'll be the seventh woman president in about 115 years of the National Association of Realtors.
1: Okay, Leslie, I know that you're a Women's Council member. So can you tell us how you first got involved with Women's Council of Realtors?
0: I've actually been a member of Women's Council for over 30 years, which I guess that kind of dates me. I was very involved in the Home Builders Association of Dallas, and I was chairman of the Sales and Marketing Council of Dallas, which was part of the Home Builders, and I had been a member of Women's Council for a while. They asked me if I would be the secretary, which I agreed to. They asked me to do it a second year, which I agreed to, and I didn't have a great experience with the Sales and Marketing Council with some things that happened, so I was really not interested in moving up in leadership in Women's Council and they kept doing their best to talk me into it, and I finally agreed. And I was very fortunate to have an amazing experience with some of the most awesome ladies I've ever known in the business, and they ranged from young to old and everywhere in between, and it was like, it just turned out to be a really good experience.
1: I love that. Um, can you tell us how, did Women's Council help grow your business? Well, you know, it's all about
0: networking and being involved and don't just sit at your table, get up and move around. Don't go sit where all your friends are, go sit with somebody new. If you're you know, at a local meeting, go meet other agents that you might be doing business with someday or have that opportunity. And certainly when you're at the state and the national level, don't hang around with the people back home.
1: Uh, you talked about the Dallas Home Builders Association. Was that your first leadership experience in the realtor community or did you start somewhere else?
0: that was no i actually was like the affiliate chair for one of the mls's and i created a bunch of i was the one actually that started the auctions for tree pack back in the mid 80s so just like almost 35 years ago and um that obviously has been very successful at that time i don't know if there were any rpac or tree pack auctions that took place but That was the first one I knew about, and I actually got the idea from something I saw in another business, and I thought, well, maybe we could do baskets, and that was the start of that. But MLS was probably it in the 80s.
1: Okay, I know that you are a mentor at heart um, as a second-generation realtor, Um, so can you give us an example of how you've reached out to another realtor and helped them?
0: Well, it's hard to come up with something actually specific because I kind of do that every single day. I want to help people and lift people up. One thing I think is very important right now is that we make sure that our younger people are welcomed, needed, because they are the future of our business. They're the future of our leadership. And I don't want young people to feel like There are so many old people around that they're not wanted, welcomed, or important to us. But I can also say, having grown up in the real estate business, it used to be, you know, by my age, you were kind of put out to pasture. And now I'm not even considered old because there are people, you know, 30 years older than I am even in the business now. And it's just a, a lot bigger span, and we also have a lot of people that are, it's first career, which it hasn't always been that way. But it's pretty cool that women represent about 67% of realtors, and I think mm-hmm. Women's Council has played a big role in
1: that. How do you find someone to mentor? Do you just see something in them and it it just draws you to them? How how does that happen for you?
0: Sometimes I see something in someone that I had to overcome myself. Like, for example, I grew up dancing, so I was on stage all the time, and I was fine with that. I have a degree in television and radio, but I really wanted to be a DJ because I love music because it kind of went with the dancing thing. But when it came time to get up in front of people and speak, I just about passed out at the thought of getting up and speaking in front of a big group. And it was something I had to overcome. So when I see someone who gets up who's very nervous speaking, I think about what I was like, you know, 30, 35 years ago when I was, you know, kind of scared of my own shadow. And I love to mentor those people to give them the confidence that they need and let them know that, hey, look where I am. I was in your shoes once.
1: What is your favorite real estate technology?
0: Oh, my cell phone
1: or cell? my iPad. I mean,
0: I don't know what i do without them.
1: And why and how do they help affect your business? Well, we're,
0: it's like an extra arm. We're on them all the time. It kind of reminds me of years ago, I was at a leadership retreat and our son and his girlfriend were with us. And that was when smartphones first came out and I thought, I'm going to take that phone away from her. And it's funny because that was nothing compared to what we all are like now. She was just ahead of her time. <laughs> but, you know, we all
1: you see a lot of heads down at our meetings. Do you have a favorite um, app for your phone or your iPad? Uh, Well, being in real estate,
0: the Waze app does come in handy. And even when I leave a place that I know uh, my way home, which obviously from the office to home, I know my way. But I always check my Waze app because I want to check the traffic. But I failed to do that yesterday when I had to go home. And it was a Saturday, so it shouldn't have been any traffic and I got stuck in complete freeway shutdown for construction and if I had checked my ways out I would have gotten home about 45 minutes earlier than I did.
1: What is the best piece of advice you've received for your career? I think just being nice
0: to people, treating people the way you would want to be treated, the golden rule. Uh, I see so many people who are sadly very insecure and jealous and I guess that it makes them feel better to be mean and I just don't have a mean bone in my body. I don't have that
1: in me. Which is obvious because you've gone far. How has Women's Council referral network affected your business? Well, it's, you know, again,
0: it's about networking, but you can't wait for it to land in your lap. You have to go get it. And when I say, you know, don't go sit with your friends at a table, get up, move around, meet other people, go find those people that you've never met before and introduce yourself. That's how you'll grow your business. And if you work it, the right way, you can live off of the referrals.
1: So what would you say to someone that is trying to do that, but maybe they're an introvert and it's not comfortable for them to do that, to walk up to a stranger? Well, I know this
0: might be hard to believe, but I actually used to be pretty shy and my grandmother would just say, my little Leslie got up and spoke in front of how many people? And you know, I've overcome it and it's kind of a challenge to me now. When I was being installed as chairman of the Texas Realtors, I had a herniated disc and was in a wheelchair, and they kept forgetting about me because I wasn't mobile. And One time Travis said to me, the state AE said, where do you want me to put you? And I said, you know, I don't know anyone at that table over there, so just push me over there. And I had never met any of these people, but I wanted to hear what the members liked, didn't like, how we could do better for our members. And I think once you start doing it, whether you're an introvert or not, you'll start feeling more comfortable.
1: What is something you would want new realtors to know about Women's Council? It is a
0: great place for mentorship, networking. I think that there are a lot of opportunities to overcome any issues that you may have in the way of speaking, um, how to run a meeting, whatever it may be, or you know where to go find good speakers I learned a lot from Women's Council, and it gave me a lot more confidence than I had, and it was really what I needed at the time I needed it. And so it gave me a good start on my pathway to leadership.
1: Okay, and our last question. This is our podcast, Leaders Made Here. And is there anything else you want to tell us about leadership or Women's Council or any other stories you want to share?
0: I would just say to just treat people the way you'd want to be treated. You know, like I said earlier, it's just so important, and I think that... If you show that you care about people, they will feel it and lift people up, make them feel good, encourage them. I promise you, you'll feel better than if you turn it, you know, into a negative, which I unfortunately see more than you'd like to see, you know, out there. Because you you want people to be positive and be happy. I want, you know, I wish that for everyone, but I think when you're when you are negative you it is a reflection on you i also think too that self-talk and i don't mean out loud just kind of to yourself can be really helpful especially if we all can be very hard on ourselves and i think that sometimes just saying to yourself but i have this but i have that but i'm also good at this instead of always finding what
1: you're not good at perfect thank you so much you're welcome
0: Thank you for listening
1: to this podcast installment from the Women's Council of Realtors, Leaders Made Here.